EO Fire 1325. Stop being a pansy and just do it. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is where I share all the tips, tools, and tactics that make EO Fire a seven-figure business. Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jason Lanko. Jason, are you prepared to ignite? I sure am. Yes. Jason is the CEO and co-founder of Visage, the design tool for content marketers. He co-founded Column 5, a content marketing agency, and both companies share offices in Irvine and Brooklyn, New York. So Jason, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, awesome. Thanks a lot for the intro. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, we consider ourselves being in the two coolest cities in the U.S., the two hippest cities, Irvine. Okay, I think some people might agree with Brooklyn, but Irvine's a stretch, yeah. in my opinion, but you know. <laughs> no, it's it's actually really awesome whenever somebody comes out from our Brooklyn office and we see them walking across our parking lot to go to the uh, gourmet coffee shop called Starbucks. They <laughs> look way too cool to be in our parking lot. But uh, yeah, thanks a lot for the intro. We started, yeah, we started Visage as basically a labs project in column five about four years ago. And then uh, about two and a half years ago, when it had enough steam, we decided to separate it out into its own company and raise venture capital for the company separately. So uh, up until that point, I had been you know, CEO and co-founder of Column 5, and we, we grew the team to uh, you know, about 45, 50 people before uh, we spun out Visage as a new company, and I moved over as CEO of the, the new software company to uh, help you know, go wrangle in our first round of venture capital and figure out you know, what was next and how we were going to turn this you know, product into its own growing company. You're essentially kind of birthed a company within a company, like kind of nurtured it along until it kind of had enough strength to walk on its own. Is that, is that kind of essentially what you did? Yeah, we thought it would be, you know, initially a small side project, but we started really believing in it and getting excited about it. And, and we wanted it to, you know, live on its own and, and be stronger with its own culture and funding. Hey, Fire Nation, don't forget Twitter was just a little cute side project uh, when the company Odeo, which was a podcast company, believe it or not, back in the day, said, you know, we'll have a little side project called Twitter. It'll probably never amount to anything. And then when it did, they shifted everything to Twitter and look where we are today. So, Jason, break this down for us. How do you generate revenue with your businesses? Kind of break that down pretty quickly, but specifically for Fire Nation. Two very different business models, as you might imagine, between content marketing agency and uh, software company. The, the content marketing agency is pretty standard, uh, but a lot of you know, recurring business from, from existing clients and typically build out hourly. Uh, I've become a bigger fan of flat rate projects and you know, being able to get away from like obsessing over each hour and just thinking about the total value of what's being delivered. And your clients being like, can't you work faster? Yeah, and I mean, I, I just think a client doesn't really care about how many hours you're spending. They care about 
what they're getting and, and so forth. So Unless it turns out to be a lot of hours and they're like, whoa, like this is a big bill, brother. Yeah, they care if you're spending a lot of time, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we get that part. Move on to yeah, the next revenue. Pretty standard. And then on the on the software side, we have uh, you know, typically an annual plan. Most teams are on an annual plan. And we we often marry the deal with a pack like kind of a package. So we feel like, you know, since it's a content creation platform, a lot of our market, our, you know, customers or marketing managers who usually have, you know, a lot of urgent needs and project-based needs. So we kind of match to, you know, meeting that initial like project-specific ask and then incorporate the software into the solution and start then from there, we get their team up to speed on using the Visage platform and so how do the dollars come in the door, Jason? Basically, they would come to, we have a site, for example, called infographics.co, which is a co-branded initiative we started between Column 5 and Visage, where people can go basically buy an infographics package, and they would get, uh, they could just pay through a credit card and say, okay, it's $3,000, I'm going to get an infographic, and I'm going to get access to the platform for a year for my team. So we're all about the stories here at EO Fire, Jason. So I really want you to strive to tell stories. And the first story that I really want to go back in your journey and have you relate to Fire Nation is what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. The worst moment for me in my journey had to have been in 2008 during basically the real estate meltdown. And so my background was in lending and, and real estate. And, you know, I felt like I had done it right. And, and I really like kind of prided myself on not being a slime ball during an era and industry that where there's a lot of slime balls. And I kind of built my business based on that. And yet I was here struggling. And I, I basically had, you know, kind of started out really quickly. And when I was 23, 24, and, you know, bought a house, bought an investment property, and was just, I just felt like I was on this trajectory towards, you know, and, and bigger than what I'd thought I was capable of doing. And then all of a sudden, I just started losing it all. And, um, I think probably the low point of that was one day when I was standing in my kitchen and I was behind on my mortgage and I was trying to figure out how to short sell the home. And this freaking guy starts coming in through the kitchen window as I'm standing there. And I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? (laughs) And he's like, I'm here to uh, change the locks. And I was like, dude this isn't done yet. Like, what are you doing? And, and he left luckily, but it was like, it was like my home, but I was, and I, it just hit me. I was like, wow, this is really about to not be my house. Wow. You know, like we need to pack up and, <laughs> and get out of here. And it just, it was really like, it, it was, it was just a huge blow. You know, it, it just a pride in everything I'd been trying to build. So Jason, stepping back from that, and now that you can look back, many years have gone by and you've built up businesses in different industries and you know, you now have a much more solid base and foundation. Like, 
what went wrong? Like, what did you do wrong? What lesson did you learn that you can now turn and share with our listeners, Fire Nation? Anything at any time can crash and burn. And I, I was sitting in my office at the time and packing up and I was doing like a last minute tax return and I was looking in my Quicken financials and I sorted my like every transaction from largest to smallest and I was just going what did I look what did I use money on over the last five years and I looked through and I just saw whatever dinner or these different things that I used to think were just it was like I didn't think anything of it of the expense at the time that then seemed like a fortune, you know, like $300 on something seemed like a lot of money all of a sudden. And I, I started looking at everything I'd categorized as giving. And, and I had this epiphany that was like just the magic moment of this whole terrible situation where I was like, wow, anything I spent, any exorbitant meal I bought or uh, you know, stupid little thing I bought is now gone. But this anybody I gave money to, anyone I donated money to, like that lasts. Like that's like what my dad would call like God's economy. Like you're doing something on a, according to like a spiritual uh, bank account instead of just your own. And it, and it, and no one could actually, you know, foreclose on that or take it back from me. And that was a really cool moment for me. Yeah, that is interesting. In Fire Nation, it's almost like looking back and saying, you know, what really mattered that I've done over the past three months, five months, 10 months, you know, five years in the case of Jason. And when he like kind of listed things out, he said, man, all of these things were just extravagant and wasteful and, and they don't really mean anything to me here today. But look at these things that I did that really made a difference in people's lives and like that matters. So let's just really be intentional Fire Nation about how we spend our money, where we spend our money, and, and who we're helping with that money. I mean, that can really make or break us when we look back and say, hey, you know, you know, what did I do? What did I do that mattered? And those are really important questions that we should be asking ourselves as entrepreneurs now, not just at the end of the road or during the tough times like Jason just described when he had his worst entrepreneurial moment. But now shifting, Jason, you shared some epiphanies that you had throughout that. I don't want to talk about any of those because we just did. I want you to bring us to one of your greatest aha moments that you've had during your entrepreneurial journey and tell us that story and then walk us through how you turned that great idea into success. Yeah, it's a great question. So I, I think that crash and burn led to pretty fertile ground slash desperation where... <laughs> and desperation, by the way, is a great fertilizer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, uh, you know, basically, you know, I came together with my two really good friends and I said, hey, the uh, situation is getting worse for me and I'm desperate and, and very motivated to figure out how else to make money. And we tried so many things that I, like too many to list before start, kind of touching on this wild world of marketing. And basically the first thing and that I'd say I, was a valuable lesson and helped get our business going was just saying yes and and saying like, yeah, we can do that. Give me a have, specific example yeah. of a big thing that you said yes to. Take us Absolutely. to that moment. Tell us that story. Without all the details, I think the most we'd made together on anything over the first year of working together was probably like 75 bucks to write an article, like a top hundred article. And 
all of a sudden I was being hit up on instant messenger by this guy who said, Hey, I'd love you to promote our contest on dig. <laughs> and I was like, this is, you know, 2007. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, you can't really promote those things on dig. Uh, he's like, Oh yeah, we don't, we're engineers. We don't really know anything about marketing. And I just saw this moment of opportunity and I was like, we can handle all of your marketing. And he's like, okay, cool. We're looking at marketing proposals this week. I was like, cool, we'll get one over to you. And then got off the conversation and proceeded to stay up all night just trying to figure out what a marketing proposal even was, asking anyone I knew if they'd ever sent a marketing proposal. And I finally got two of them from people and then modified them. We threw out a proposal for 12 grand to handle like SEO, social media events and everything for them. And they came back and they said, we just want three of those four things and we have $6,000 a month. And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked and I was like, oh, I have two co-founders. All right, cool. We're making two grand a month. Better than 75 like, bucks. Yeah, better than $75. So Fire Nation, the big takeaway that I'm seeing from this is the power of saying yes when you're getting going. Because believe me, as powerful as, powerful as no is when you have already got the momentum because that no can really save you time, energy, and bandwidth to say yes to the big opportunities that you know are real. Saying yes at the beginning can open up doors you might not even have known would exist if you hadn't just said yes. So one of the hardest things I've seen entrepreneurs try to attain is momentum. You don't attain momentum by saying no when you're first starting off. You attain momentum by saying yes, having a lot of crappy things happen because you said yes, but having a couple good things happen because you said yes, grabbing onto those good things, pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and moving forward with that momentum, getting bigger and better and more knowledgeable and intentional of what you're doing. And then you start to bring the no's back in. And so now, you know, I say no to pretty much everything except those huge things. But you know, back in the day, I was Mr. Yes, and that's fine, and you should be too. So I love that story, Jason. And what would you say throughout all of this? Now here in 2016, you can look back. You can say, you know what? Still, to this day, this is my biggest weakness as an entrepreneur. I know where I provide the most value, and I know that, say, in a big initiative or you know, project, I, I'm most valuable at the very beginning of that and kind of loosely like connecting loosely connected dots and ideas and just being really open to possibility and like what if and experimenting and just thinking differently about you know what we should be doing and there's there's this point where you know five six eight people uh you know are collaborating with me on something and you know there's it takes a lot of different types of creative people and strengths to bring something to actual life and to execute and as you know people start forming necessary process and tactical things around it i start getting um a little bit not lost in the shuffle but i i start getting this sense of wow i I, I really feel like I need to be moving on to something else. Like this is under control now. But I, my, to, to answer your question on the weakness, I think my ego is still there in, in that I want to be a part of finishing that thing and also having some of the credit for it. And it can be a really big challenge to just let go and do what's best for 
um, you know, not just myself and what's most fulfilling to me, which would be to move on to the next experiment, but also to do what's best for our team, which is for me to go on and and work on that next thing and trust them to to do what they're best at and and handle uh, finishing touches and details and and scaling something and growing something even bigger. Jason, what's your biggest strength? My biggest strength is just really caring about other people and wanting to understand what makes them tick and thinking about how I can help them shine and and thrive. That's what I care about doing. Well, Fire Nation, you are going to shine and thrive in the lightning round, so don't go anywhere. But We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, are you looking for a new logo design, website banner, or social media background that will add a little more fire to your brands? I've got just the place for you, Design Crowd. Design Crowd is a website that helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. In just four steps, you'll be rocking your new custom graphics. Step one, post a brief that describes the design that you need. Step two, Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Step three, within hours, you'll receive your first design. And over the course of three to 10 days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. And step four, you then get to pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer. Or simply enter discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. Fire Nation, we all want protection for our business, but the struggle is finding an attorney who's affordable. Lucky for us, that struggle disappears with Law Trades. Law Trade services are half the price of big law firms because they cut traditional law firm overhead, leaving you with extra cash in your pocket to invest in your business. Law Trades is also unique because their invite-only community of attorneys all have an average of 10 years legal experience and have rendered work for companies like Google, Apple, and more. All you have to do is tell Law Trades what you need and within minutes, you'll get a free flat fee quote. No more mysterious hourly rates or surprise fees. Best of all, you only pay after you approve your lawyer's work. Lawtrays prize themselves on fast and friendly customer support. Whether you're looking to incorporate your business, register a trademark, or prepare a contract, no project is too big or small. Visit lawtrades.com slash fire now and get $100 off your first legal project. That's lawtrades.com. T-R-A-D-E-S dot com slash fire. Jason, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Sure thing. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I was afraid that I couldn't do it. What's the best advice you've ever received? Stop being a pansy and just do it. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Taking walks. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. I'm addicted to product hunt. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? How will you measure your life? Because it gives you a good opportunity to assess you know, what your purpose is and why you're working your butt off every day. Jason, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. The best guidance that I could give is that is, is to look at the people around you on your team and really dig deep and think about what your creative 
type is and and where you each thrive in your creative work and don't look at how to you know how you're better or how they're better than you or compare yourself or make a value assessment among each other but really see the unique contribution and value that you're each providing and how each of your strengths offset each of your weaknesses and the best way to connect with you you can connect with me on LinkedIn uh, and Twitter at Jason Lanko, J-A-S-O-N-L-A-N-K-O-W. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with JL and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Jason in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. And Jason, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Having a solid legal team behind your business helps your business thrive. If you're looking for amazing legal support, visit lawtrades.com slash fire to find and hire a great attorney. Plus, you'll get $100 off your first legal project. Lawtrades can help with services like forming your business, creating and reviewing contracts, protecting your intellectual property, fundraising, and much more. Just visit lawtrades.com slash fire to start your first project and get $100 off today. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The accomplishment of your number one goal is just 100 days away. Text JOURNAL to 33444 and begin your path to freedom with The Freedom Journal. Ignite! Ignite!